Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast. Episode 233. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Chronicles of Chiron, set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game. It's played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. All right. You need to travel through the wilds. You have the location. Takuto gave you some some reasonably good uh, directions on how to get where you're going. Roz also knows where it is. He can tell you that uh, information. There's no roads, but there's hopefully enough. Uh, landmarks and other things. I will need a two purple and a black survival check. You can work together if you wish in order to make your way there safely. What if I want to make a different type of roll? Oh, what kind of roll would you like to make? I want to make a magic roll. What are you going to do? So, it's not, not there's nothing conscious at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's all just like... Uh, like testing things out? Or? No, I don't think Mariah knows enough to, to test anything out. I think it's more like his will mm-hmm. is like being exerted. And the direction I'm thinking of is making the area easier to pass through. Ooh, okay. So make, let's make that roll first. Oh, and just to be clear, like as soon as we're back up out on the ground and out of the dome, I have a boutonniere again. <laughs> just so that I know. Just, just so we're all clear. One little boutonniere is not going to endanger anybody. Yeah, Corazon notices that, but doesn't say anything, just figures that's your style. And they stick on their own. <laughs> yeah, no pain required. All right. Making difficult terrain normal to walk through is a three purple check. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's less like me thinking that the plants are annoying to me so much as like me seeing the plants are annoying to them. Okay. Like, how could we coexist together, make room for each other? Yeah, like, we just need to be able to step more carefully among them, not to crush them, yep, and things yep. like that. Um, Except for you, little pal. <laughs> you're my first you die, because you're oh, the wildest. I'm outside, yeah. Failure with one advantage. Okay. So, like, you do think all those things, it would be nice, but, like, that's a lot of territory to try to cover at once. Instead, however, as you're, like, you make some progress ahead of Cleve and Corazon uh, in one bit, while they're still navigating the fungus. You're up by, like, a, a stream, uh, taking a break, and you spot there's, like, some sort of scaly crustacean creature the size of, a, like, a crow or, like, a raccoon, something about that size. Like a, a crabby lobstery kind of thing? Yeah, it's definitely, like, close to, like, the lobster family is your best uh, Earth equivalent. Uh, and it's, like, picking up various rocks, like, checking them out, putting it back down. It's testing the rocks for something? You don't know what. Uh, you can make a two purple knowledge Chiron check if you wish. Heck yeah. Failure with threat. <laughs> you don't know what this thing is, but like, it's, you're watching it, it's like going around, test the thing, test the thing. It's like super, seems reasonably chill around you uh, until like, it pinches you to like try to test you. It's like you take a strain. It's like, meh. And then it's like, and then it's like, it's like, nope, that's not what I was looking for. And it continues moving on. Yeah, I imagine like, I'm like crouched down by the stream and I'm like picking up rocks too to be like, what is it testing these for? And that's when it comes over and like, Yep, yep. Got a little bit. But like, it doesn't flee in terror. It just 
Okay. Like, looks at you with, like, the weird lobster eyes for a second. Is this a thing that was in the zine Dr. Satelli gave me? You know, you'd have to flip through the... Like, you'd have to find it in there. That's, like, your your check is sort of reflected on... You weren't able to, like, clearly identify, oh, this is one of those. Okay. But it's, like, you flip through a bird book, like, uh... Like, yes, it's clearly a crustaceoid. Okay, so it's, like, uh, there was some... Some sort of crustaceans were in that booklet, but I don't know if it was this one. Yes, correct. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, you're doing something useful. It's like, we need it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you're making the survival check. Two purples and a black. I failed. Okay, you failed. That's totally mm-hmm. fine. You take a break after all this. You get through all the horrible fungus. You need to take a break. I was um, overthinking it probably a little bit. Like, second guessing the nighttime versus the daytime versus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You find, like, a little knoll that you could probably, like, camp on for the night. Yeah. Uh, that shouldn't be too bad. Uh, it's actually it's relatively clear. It's away from the water, so it's not... It looks like it cut, like, flood or get something random, so if you heard that that was an issue. Uh, so you think, like, yes, you're doing all the right things. Right. When I would like all of you to make vigilance checks mm-hmm. that night. What's the difficulty? Uh, just two purples. Is this initiative? initiative? This vig- No, this vigilance check is not initiative if there's difficulty. It is not initiative, no. Which Sorry. would be necessary. We'll, we'll see if we get that. Success. Two advantages. I fail. Okay, so maybe Cleve, it's like you insisted on taking a watch. Yeah. Even though, like, Corazon and Raya maybe are not the as uh, convinced that that's as necessary, but you're taking your watch, and you do you do hear like skittering noises coming towards the knoll. Okay. Do you wake people and get out? Do you? Um. And tonight is a dark night on the lunar cycle. We don't have flashlights or anything. Oh, have um, fire. you can definitely have a flashlight. Alright, so, but the skittering is enough that I take note that it sounds like it could be something. Creature is definitely your interpretation. Okay. I wake everybody up just for a creature, because I don't know where they're going to attack. I'm going to look in the direction. I think maybe I'm looking for a perception check. Okay, give me Unless two Unless it sounds like a very huge skittering. No, no, no. Give me two purples and two blacks, because it's dark, so dark, dark tonight. Yeah. Need to get a sight on my gun. Two threats. Alright, you have lost track. Of whatever the creature is, and you're looking, you're looking, you're looking, We're and you hear die. something, and it is right there. Um, yeah, it's gonna get a... We, we wake up to the sound of Cleve saying, we're gonna die. <laughs> We're all gonna die. And that's well, what I would like... I think shift. probably I'm gonna... You're gonna wake up when I yelp out whatever this thing's gonna stab me with, or whatever. Yeah, you can all roll initiative at this point. Do you want any black dice applied to initiative of people who Cleve's are Cleve's roll will get a black... Um, yeah, everyone get a black. Everyone can take a black die. Because you're either asleep or you're surprised by this. Where is it? Where did it go? It's right behind me, isn't it? My initiative is 0,2. And I have not been asleep long enough to recover a strain, correct? Correct. Um, you recover one strain, I guess. That's fair. Right? Like, I didn't give you a cooler just up and check to recover strain. Well, we only had one set of rolls. Yeah, so. that's true. So we'll take a strain to add a star to my vigilance check. Okay, whatever it says for yeah. reaction. Good, 1.2. Okay, that is good. And Cortisone gets it as well. Okay, we'll have two player slots, a bad guy slot, and a player slot. So Cleve, if you would like to actually react, you, at the very last moment, look down, there's a wolf beetle. Or like, there's a small gang of wolf beetles. What? They, these guys never attack? This is a lie. Maybe this will be the point where Cor's like, those aren't wolf beetles. But they already know we're here. They look ready to chop. So Cleve says, wake up. <laughs> yep, yep. It's, you've alerted everyone. They're trying to get get together. Yeah. Um, 
But he knows that wolf beetles are considered... Cora doesn't think they're dangerous. Are we under attack? I would say, like, it snapped at you, but didn't hit you. Okay. Uh, you know what? He's just going to be like, wake up. <laughs> okay. You Danger! Take, you take your turn to, like, wake everybody up. Yeah. You can grant a blue die to each of your companions, okay. perhaps. And you would have already had your stuff out. You were ready. Yeah. Next player slot. Mariah, what do you want to correspond with? How far away are the wolf beetles? Short range. They're engaged with Cleet. And there's like three or so of them? There's just uh, two of them. There's two of them. And they're like the smaller ones? Yes. All right. Mariah wakes up and takes in the situation. And I am going to do something that I think would normally be a survival check mm-hmm. to like try to calm the animals. But I think I'm going to ask that it be a conjure check instead. Like, okay. You want to attempt to convert them into allies and stuff Yeah. Sense. Okay. So that would be with the summon ally, like, extra cost. Yes, I think if you do that, because they're minions and they're not specifically trained against you, I think you can try that. And I am not going to pay the additional summons cost, so it would only be targeting one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. And they're short range away, you said, right? Yep. Okay. I'm going to spend a story point and... uh, like, Mariah's never had a pet in his life, so he doesn't really know how to interact with animals, so it's kind of just like, hey, hey, no, no, like, we're, we're friends, like... But Corazon is convinced that they're friendly, you can have them as pets. Like, we're not after... there's no eggs around here. <laughs> hey there, little fellow. I succeed. Mark your strain. Yes. It was four advantages. I had two... Strain sitting around, yep. so I'll hear those two, but I'll suffer another two, and I still have two advantages. So, the way conjure theoretically works is when you conjure something, the minion appears engaged with you, but Yay. we're saying it's one of these. Yep, yep. And since it's summoned as an ally, it acts like an animal companion in terms yes. of tossing and maneuver to do stuff with it. So, it was an action doing that casting, mm-hmm. and so then I have a maneuver, so like for my maneuver, like one of the two kind of, like, curiously, like, comes over to Mariah in a non-threatening fashion. Yeah, like, it's definitely, like, super, they're threatening on Cleave, and one of them sees you and, like, has a certain curiosity about it, and, yes, comes over to you and is almost, like, sniffing um, and, like, actually gently rubs your against your leg. Okay. Exactly as Corazon picked it. <laughs> Does it also lick its fur? <laughs> that was another thing she said that they do. Um, okay, that is your turn. Uh, remaining wolf beetle is going to chomp on Cleave, but is now a minion group of one. Now she's going to prove that they attack. I oh, think wow. it'll be funny if she's like, these are not wolf beetles. Uh, beetles are not affected by darkness. <laughs> and indeed, misses with an advantage. So we'll just pay a blue die more to itself. It snaps at you again, mm-hmm. um, but does not bite your leg. It is Corazon's turn. Corazon says, don't shoot it! Uh, we're probably sleeping on its nest. She turns to like leaf blower mode just to try to like shoo it, shoo it away rather than shoot it dead. So Coruscant's going to attempt a survival check. Blue die in this situation, but it is definitely dark. And I don't think it's really a risk that Cleve gets hit by the blowing air of the... It's not going to shoo Cleve away. Yeah. <laughs> Coruscant doesn't have a good control of this. It like, it ends up falling over. Uh, she knocks herself over. Knocks herself over the with blast the, of air. the blast of air. She wasn't like braced properly for it. 
Uh, we are back to the top. The knoll is a little hilly. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Alright, um, not allowed to shoot him. I guess I will try survival too and see if I can, I'm not going to try to make friends with it, just to try to go away. Yeah, basically to try to figure out what's going to shoot it. You know, like it's a bear, you have to go bigger or whatever. Yep, yep. It is two purples, two blacks, and I'm upgrading one of those purples to a red. Yeah, I don't really know these wolf beetles. I haven't had good experience with them. See if I can figure out what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Hmm. So despair. So despair and three advantages. Three advantages, failure with despair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cleave, Cleave, Cleave. Cleave's going to end up with wolf beetles being his nemesis. It's very possible that's <laughs> going to be the case. I have an advantage, though, on this survival check. Um, you do realize you are actually camping on a like wolf beetle nest. It wasn't as obvious as the like the other one you were in. Yeah, it wasn't so, like a completely it wasn't a big enclosed. Dome. But is no. there like evidence of a partial dome here? Yeah, well, there's evidence of like, oh yeah, there are some like walls being built up. Okay, so now Cleve at least can hopefully recognize these in the wild. Yes, yes, <laughs> but you have a despair as well. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the right way for this. I just step on something, backing up. Really makes them mad, or I drop my. I think you're gonna leave. You leave yourself open to an attack. Okay. Um, So it will get an upgraded attack on you when that time comes, and it is extremely upset with you. It's pissed it off. Mariah. All right. I spend a maneuver to keep this one docile Mm -hmm. to pet it or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can. Um, It lets itself be pet. And. The other one, it seems really agitated, though. Oh, yeah. So I don't think I can attempt the same thing with it. Hmm. You could walk over to Cleave and sort of offer your cane as a defensive bonus for Cleave, which I would not offer in every situation, but in this one, against a wild animal. Start packing up camp and let's get out of here. That's another option. (laughs) Uh, Let Corazon go. Ah, deflection. Corazon gets back up. Braces herself a little bit. And is going to try the same thing again. Seems like a good idea. It's her yeah. weapon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming you guys got other weapons. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, about that. Cleve's like, you guys didn't even get knives? What'd you do? Oh, Corazon does have a knife. Right? Yeah, she always has a, a knife. S- a switchblade. <laughs> yeah. Alright. That is a success. However, there are many threats. Okay. Corazon does succeed. So this creature is losing interest. It is going to take one bite and then dash off, though. Those are the threats that it needs to at least uh, prove itself. Cleave, you have no defense, is that correct? Oh, yeah, no defense. Okay. Uh, need some maneuver need to, get to get out of here. Pants. <laughs> yeah, you might need some pants. We'll see. Uh, you are lucky, however. As it fails, uh, with two advantages, it does rip a bit out of your pants, but it does not actually hurt you. Like, one of the pant legs is torn, like, from the knee down. Is torn okay. Off. Yeah, you you had the kind that zip at the knee anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, just ripped at that, and then it skitters off. Mariah, do you send your wolf pup off, or...? No. I have some sort of rapport with it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a little bit, like, lassie, sort of, like, in terms of the, like, what is it, girl? Like, what's the matter? Like, that kind of thing, like... I want it to show me, like, why they got upset. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, for a creature that's now an ally to show that. Um, well, like, are there actual eggs here? Or is it just, like, we were disturbing a site that they were working on? Yeah, there are no eggs here. 
like it goes over like to the wall and like sleeps like plays plays dead quote unquote okay. um a little bit gets back up did we did we break any of the nest yeah you definitely did so like can I maybe go over to a section and start like trying to putting repair the, it putting the nest back together okay so Mariah is still kind of like seated on his bedroll kind of like wherever he was and watching this one wolf pup behave this way yeah so Mariah's just kind of like we saw a kid right in the middle of their home of course they're upset um, horizontal agrees with you <laughs> Just my experience with these guys. I mean, I'd be upset if somebody crashed through my house walls. Cleve's packing up camp. <laughs> um, I'm packing up more slowly than you. I'm maintaining this. Okay, you are maintaining. I'm maintaining this as I like slowly like fold up my blanket and like continue to watch this creature and like something is strange here. Yeah, Corzon is not like perplexed by this at all. She's like, maybe this one must have been domesticated, because yes, that's how wolf beetles act. I mean, yeah, you crash into their house. I'm not surprised they don't snap. You know you. what? Cleve is actually going to pack up faster and like kind of separate. <laughs> this is a very big failure on his part. Oh, oh, oh! I see. I yeah, see, yeah, see, yeah. So he's not into the ribbing or whatever. He's he's just going to kind of separate. Cleve, a bit. Cleve. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I should go after him. He shouldn't be shouldn't travel alone. I've done it too, though. Are you good? What's you bringing this with us? No, this this is a wild creature. It should. Be free to continue building its home. I like grab my last of my things and uh, give it a little, a little friendly pat uh, on the furry yep, yep. part. And then I step away. And then I like subconsciously, like when I step away, I like separate myself. Yeah, you like, stop thinking about the creature. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, it reverts to its regular behavior, which at this point it has, was kind of in the middle of. Fixing part of its nest, and yes. there's no longer humans in the yeah, midst yeah. Of it's it. not going to come to you. For you. I do have one question. What is the like equivalent of like howling at the moon? Obviously, it's a dark tonight, so there's no moon. But what what is a howl of a wolf beetle like? That's why they're called wolf beetles. Maybe. I don't know if we had described them shrieking at us earlier when they attacked us in the first nest. Or hissing. This is, yeah, this is not like the angry hiss. This is the plaintive. Bane at the moon and the cliff sound. I'm going to say that it's a little bit like an ambulance. Even though the creature is not moving, there's a little bit of like a Doppler like oh, effect like like to it. the sound. The frequency shifts. Yeah, so it goes. Ooh. Cool. So I guess kind of a little bit like a ghost in that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like but like, it. yeah, so like there, it goes through a, a whole range of, of frequency. Um, I like it. Cool. Corazon catches up with you, Cleve. So I think maybe at some point we'd be able to tell about the moon from the wolf beetles. We could just understand them. Well, yes, if you're already outside, you know it's dark. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, yes, Corazon catches up with you. We're like, hey, hey, you all right? I'm fine. Corazon tries to assess if you are not fine. <laughs> <laughs> Using their excellent uh, perception? Perception versus cool, I think. Yeah, is... what's your cool? Two greens. However, it is super dark. Yes. And it's going to hinder perception. But not so bad. One success. Hey, hey, almost no one knows how the wildlife here really works, okay? I didn't know it was a beetle nest. Ryan didn't know it was a beetle nest. None of us did. We've been in a wolf beetle nest before! Did it look like that? Did it look like that? No. It was like a full-on dome structure. That's not good enough for Cleve, though. I should have known. Well, we could have been killed. 
Look, I can't remember. I don't know if anyone's ever been killed by a wolf beetle. We could have been the first. <laughs> well, that would be humiliating. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, things like, and that would be my fault. Please. We, look, you're very valuable to the team, Cleve, but, like, it wouldn't be all your fault. How's Corazon's leadership? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> two purples against, what's your discipline? A yellow and two greens. Do you feel like Corazon is hitting on any of your motivations? But we don't, wouldn't it be all my fault? I mean, no, that we're still gonna die. I don't know if that really hits his fear or not. Okay. His fear is failure. That's yeah, the really... only way he would, it would help is if she was like, you know, you've kind of taught us better or something like that, but I don't think we had that relationship yeah, yet. Yeah, so I think if, she, if, what if, what if she was like, well, you know, like now we've seen a second one and now we like know better the signs and things like that. So expertise would be the thing she could... Uh, yeah, she's like, well, look, you can't just do something once and expect to know how to do it, right? Like, I was locked in that... I had to hack my way out of that room. <laughs> she wasn't just hanging out in the room, she was... No! She... I had to hack my way out. Okay? For days. It took a while. <laughs> once I knew what to do, then I could do it fast. Okay, so she's going to use leadership and, yeah. and be like, you, you can't just... Okay. Yeah, yeah, it takes a few times to establish a pattern. One point is not a pattern, Cleve, right? This is success with three threats. Um, so you can interpret this sort of how you like. I, th- I would say, like, you recognize, like, yes, Corazon is right. Yeah. Yes, maybe you could have known, but really, like, it was dark. You're still very new to this wilderness. Everyone's kind of new to this wilderness. There's not a lot of solid information on it. He's going to resolve himself to chalk it up to a learning experience that we didn't die, and then what he's going to say is, you were locked in the room? <laughs> there was three threats on Coruscant's role, so... Oh, you wanted to learn... You could get some information One of Coruscant's motivations. Something other than her vengeance for Morgan. I think you know that one. If you wanted to learn her fear... Or else information, like other yeah. stuff about her background. Like, yeah. yeah I mean, do we, we know her strength? I don't know that you do. Then, we know that Corazon's desire is vengeance and that her flaw is... Reckless? Reckless. Yeah, I'd kind of like to know her strength. Yeah. Corazon is very adaptable okay. and independent. And like, I think the independence is something you, you vibe with. And adaptable with reminds him of Roz. A little bit. Yeah. Like, Corazon definitely has their own style uh, of things. But like just looking looking at him, like they adopted this whole new like guise... In order to do this, because they're so driven to, like, get vengeance on Morgan. Right. But they're willing to do that. They're willing to... Oh, disguise. That's what the point of that I was. wouldn't say disguise. It is a new, like, persona. Okay. A disguise, I feel like it's a temporary, I'm just going to look this way. But, like, she's dyed her hair. She's shaved off the side of her hair. Does have, like, a new outfit. So maybe what happens is Cleve kind of lets him kind of let himself off the hook a little bit, resolve himself, and he might chuckle and be like, Roz locked you in the room. Yeah. Well, okay, no. I don't know if Roz knew it was locked. And, like, I could have given up. But I'm not going to give up, right? They put a problem in front of me. I'm going to solve it. No matter how it takes. I tried picking the lock, but that didn't work. Uh, so, like, there's a terminal in there. Like, all right. And there's some program to learn how to program. Honestly, better teacher than I've had in most situations. For Morgan's teachers. And up until, like, I was 10, I actually had a private education. Reasonably good. But uh, most people in Morgan Domes aren't even that lucky. Well, good. It'll be useful. Good point. Um, she does ask you, like, what are... So you, like, work for Roz now, or...? I think Cleve actually laughs at that. <laughs> and is like, 
No, we're all friends. That's cool. What do you... Like, you don't have to... Whatever my grandfather hired you for, you don't have to, like, keep doing that. I mean, I appreciate you being here. You're super handy, but... Oh, um, I... What was he hired for? I think I was just assuming that was done, too, but I don't know if it would be how much... What actually Cleve was hired to do and how much he was paid. It was probably, like, a length of time. Oh, the retainer. Yeah, like, you're on retainer for, like, a year or whatever as a... Outdoor. Outdoor consultant. Okay, so then I would still be on retainer. I I mean, is that what you want to do, Cleve? Like, Morgan's, like, horrible, like, indentured servitude. Like, I don't want you to have to be in that. I don't want anyone to have to be in that. Honestly, I'm here to help the colony, but what? Like, what? If you have colony? another job you want me to be doing, you do have me on retainer. Cleve, I'm not your boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm exactly one person's boss. Me. That's the only boss I am. All right, then I'm gonna be here to make sure your boss doesn't get killed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Cleve. I'm fling out my wolf beetles. <laughs> Uh, you can all roll cool or discipline or strain if you need. Mariah rolls cool because that was so cool. <laughs> is Mariah like doing this in a journal or? Mariah was like slower to pack up than they were and was like the last to leave the area. And then I think he hung back on the edge of that conversation because he saw that they were like having a moment and did not want to intrude on that. But it is still like the middle of the night and we need to like actually like find some place to camp and sleep or we'll be worse for the wear tomorrow. Yep, yep. So he's not going to, like, linger and, and draw and write things right now. Like, it's middle of the night. We need to find a new place to sleep that's not a wolf field nest. Okay. But it's running through your head. Yeah. Yeah. Cleve's thinking, what kind of nest can I get us into this time? <laughs> find us a robot nest next. <laughs> uh, it takes you a couple days to get there. But then you arrive, sort of like the evening before... And you can see off in the distance, indeed, you can see, like, the miasma fog that's in, like, little valley where you want to sight. So we cannot see the little hut there? You can see a little hut. Like, not all the time. It's not always obvious. Can we see, like, the data transmission lines? Are those no. underground? Those are, those are probably, like, in a shallow trench. Okay. And grown over then? Yeah. Way off in the distance, you can see, like, Morgan Dome. And off in the opposite distance, another Morgan Dome. Okay, let me ask you this. First off, how far are we from it? Are we, like, extended range from it? Or... Yeah, right now you're, like, extended range from it. All right. I'm curious, like, whether the area was fungicided. Ooh, okay. So I want to either make a perception check or feel into that or make a perception check and say it's because I felt into it or whatever. Like, are they maintaining this area, keeping it clear and somewhere? Like, are the robots spraying down the fungus? You know, like... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just because somebody might need to come here for maintenance, like, so that's what I'm curious about. I kind of want this to be a knowledge Chiron check of, is this, has this area been, like, disturbed in that way? But I'll take a hard perception check if you prefer. Rather than an average knowledge Chiron. Rather than an average knowledge Chiron check. I will do a hard perception check. If you say what you're doing, we can do it together, but if you don't, that's fine too. Um, it's kind of like when we first arrived at where Data Haven was. Shortly before we got to it, and I was looking at a hillside, and I asked Corazon, like, oh, has that area been fungicided? It's that kind of same thing. Like, so, yeah, we can we can be looking at it together. Okay. What is your perception? I have a point in it, and my cunning is three. Okay, so we're the same situation, so I'll just take a boost die. And you said three purples. Yep. 
And sadly, no monocular to help us. <laughs> nope. Um, nope. Is it evening now? Is there a black uh, I'll say die? it's one black tie of darkness at this point. Failure, but two advantages. You can tell this area was cleared once. Like, you find some, like, legitimately, like, dead fungus in some places. Oh, like, cut down of, like, yeah. the larger fungus shrubs. Yeah, definitely some areas cut down, but it's also regrown significantly. And we can't tell anything about down where the shed yeah, is. You can't. It's just, the miasma there is, like, so thick, it's almost like you can't see very far. Like, definitely within short, medium range, you can see, okay. But, yes, it is quite, quite thick. Do we see the robots, or are we too far for that? Like, their paths or what they do? Um, give me a different perception check. I mean, I can sneak closer. Uh, would you like to do that? Or are you waiting until nightfall? Well, I won't be able to see any better at nightfall. So Yes, but you won't we show already that have as much black. We already have one setback die of darkness right now, and that we were told that the night that was as bad as it was going to get. Oh yes, tonight. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. The previous like, night was bad. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, then yeah, I can. Then yeah, you're right. So it's already it's getting late now. Though I don't know that that's going to matter for the robots, but I don't know that it won't. You're sneaking closer then. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, give me a red and two purples. Are you telling us that you're going ahead on your own, or are you having us all sneak in closer? I was thinking I'd go ahead unless you guys are particularly sneaky. Uh, you you can me? make a group check. I am certainly willing to I mean, we're all going to have to go there. We might as well do it together then. You're in charge of that. Right. You said a red and two purples? A red and two purples, yes. Okay. Do we have story points? You have two story points. Let's use it. Do we get a setback die on the stealth check? Hmm? A black yeah. die? I assume because it's a little dark, don't you get a black die? That would make stealth easier, not harder. Oh. Yes. You get a blue die. Oh. Uh, success with an advantage. Okay, yes. You definitely, like, you can see the network damage structure, and you can see there are, you spot two distinct robots, for sure. Okay. That are, like, you can't see them all the time. Uh, they are maybe four feet tall. Did they have lights on them? They don't have, like, scanning lights all the time, other than, like, you'll see them stop occasionally. A light will come on, scan an area, light will turn off. Okay. And they're on, like, some kind of, like, treads of some kind. So they're not, uh, they're not, like, walking around. And I look at Corazon and I say, radio signals don't work here? Nothing? Very, very limited range. So these have to be autonomous. Thinking a trap. Is the radio situation so bad that those two robots are not close enough to talk to each other? Like, other than allowed? What do you mean other than allowed? Like, oh, oh like verbal? Yeah. Pretty close, yeah. If they're if, like at medium range, they can probably do a quick, short burst of exchanges. Are they at medium range from each other? Not all the time. They're moving around. Okay. They're doing some kind of patrol sequence. You don't, at a quick glance, you can't infer what the like, but sequence it, is. it might be possible to take one of them out and the other one wouldn't know. Correct. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. yes. How do they move? Like, what are their shapes? Can we tell? Like, are they walking? Are they rolling? No, no, they're on treads. Okay. Um, so they can go over there, whatever the train is. You can't see the train very well at all down there. But they'll roll around, stop. Like, look, a light definitely comes on, clearly scans an area for a little bit. Light turns off, turns, picks another direction. If you want to try to, like, infer what their, like, search pattern is, that would be a knowledge human check of two purples. Let's do it. Yeah. And you want to roll this one? You had an advantage on that, so you can take loose die on this. Yeah. Corazon can help if you want. She has three intelligence. I'll take it. I wonder how far they deviate. I'm going to say, Mariah has experience watching where guards are and how they're moving and things like that. He doesn't volunteer that information aloud, but he did essentially sneak on to Unity. Right. <laughs> so I succeed with two advantages. Yes. So, like, Corazon is also, like, familiar with a little bit, like, Morgan protocols, how they would work. Together, you're able to figure out these robots are on a randomized search pattern. 
So it's not every five minutes they do a cycle. It's centered on the node, but there's some sort of like, imagine like a random walk, literally. They take a few steps, they'll scan an area, they'll randomly pick a direction, take a few steps, but within a certain radius of the node. Each one is on its own. Each one is on its own randomized pattern. They have some ability, um, you have some enough advantages there. At some point they do spot each other, but they have some ability to infer that they are not threats and continue on. So there's no set pattern of like, oh, we can wait five minutes to do this, wait five minutes to do this. Curse of a GM who's a mathematician. <laughs> oh, I had to think about this. Like, okay, it's a randomized walk, but it has to be biased towards the center of the node. So you were doing math homework last night. I'm thinking of a pit. You got enough time to take a pit? I didn't bring any supplies, though. Let me think about traps. You spent a story point, you can have a shovel. That's what you really want. Maybe what I want is a trap for a robot. You have an EMP grenade. Yeah, but if we're really close to the node. I don't know how... Bar. As long as you don't throw it, like, the node, like, there's a door on it, like, uh, to could imagine, like, as long as the EMP doesn't go off inside the node, you're okay. Okay. And then, do those, what do those do to people? EMPs don't do anything to people. As long as you don't have any electronics on your person, you're okay. You didn't get an implant, so you should be yeah, that's true. <laughs> and the miasma forecast for tonight, it's, like, pretty thick down there. Yeah, as soon as, uh, as soon as you finish your planning, you're gonna have to roll against miasma, So, that's when... Corazon will do her injection? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I'm going to have you all... And filter masks galore. Yes. So then maybe the thing is just to try to get in close. Hopefully they both attack at the same time. I wonder what the radius is on the CMP. Did Tenok tell me about that? It's a limited range. So if they're like next to each other, yes. Okay. If they're this far apart, yeah. Okay. It's going to be hard to get them both close enough to get the EMP to go off. I think you're better off sneaking through the fog and pitching it at one of them. That will create a dead zone on one side where nobody's surveilling and that's when Corazon makes her move. We could just make the robot... Well, I wonder how heavy it's going to be. We could use it as cover then if we can hide behind it. <laughs> just roll it. Do, 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 do. You, no, nobody here beep, except boop, first. Beep, boop. <laughs> I am a robot. Alright, then I'll... How about that? I'll sneak up. Try to... Get one EMP'd? Disabled? Yeah, I'm thinking, like, if you EMP disable it, then, like, Corazon and Mariah dash for the the door. And then I can just hide. Yeah, or have your gun ready in case the other robot comes around. That's the plan. Yeah, right. that's the plan. All right. You all take deep breaths, whatever filtration you have. Uh, Hypercore injects herself and presumably makes a resilience check to not have inconvenient hallucinations. Uh, yeah, it's like, she's got this thing, and it's got, like, a printout, almost, of, like, side effects, and she's just, like, she rips that out. <laughs> it lets you take it. I put that in a, my satchel, and I remind her, before she injects it, can cause hallucinations. If you see somebody who you don't expect to be here, check with one of us. <laughs> if I tell you somebody's not here, they're not. <laughs> We're not supposed to be here, but we are. <laughs> Says the person that was hallucinating in the last one. <laughs> and the person who's not supposed to be here. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't have any hallucinations. D- don't worry, Mariah. I know you're real. <laughs> uh, she injects. Does she get a resilience check? Or is it a matter of like if she gets a despair or something? If, like threats are going to be spent on this okay. kind of thing for, for Karzan. Okay. Or whatever I deem narratively appropriate. Or if I want to spend a story points. Okay. I'll make that situation interesting. Uh, yeah, you can see her, like, it definitely affects her as she, like, takes it. And, like, her, like, breathing takes a few seconds to catch up. But shakes it off. 
And she's going to be operating the miasma blower. Yes, that is going to hurt your stealthiness situation, but that is what it is. Cleave, I would like a stealth check from you first. You want our resilience checks first? Oh, no, yeah, I want all your resilience checks first. Okay. So we had a blue die from our masks, a blue die from the blow gun. And you get a blue die because it is nighttime. And a blue die from the nighttime. Okay, it is a two purple resilience check. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Which is, on the couple days that we spent hiking here, did we actually experience afternoon rainfall? Yeah, one of the days there was afternoon rainfall. Okay. There was something that gave us a black die. Was that just the light? That's not... Okay. That was... Yeah, that was the... If you went during the day, you would have to deal with an extra black die on this. Okay. Instead, we have to deal with black dice on things that require vision. Yes. There's trade-offs. So I succeed with a threat. Uh, you can just mark one strain if you succeed with a threat. You've got uh, two advantages here. I... Yeah, I have five successes and two advantages. Do you need your cover strain? No, I don't. Horizon succeeds with one threat, so they will take one strain. I will hold those advantages in reserve As for... As a blue die on something? Related to us getting in place, I guess. Yeah, I think that's fair. You feel a little more sure of yourselves. The filtration is working. You know what you're up against. You know what it's going to feel like when you get there. The miasma is not hampering me. It's great. Yeah. It's great. providing cover. It is providing cover. It's very cover. useful here. Okay, but none of you are hit with the ill effects of the miasma, so that's good. Corazon, you said do okay? Yep. Uh, just a one threat, but success. All right. Give me that stealth check. Sneak over. Uh, this is a red and two purples and a blue. Only one blue? So what would the other blue come from? Well, because it was dark and there's mist. Uh, the robots aren't hindered by the, the darkness. They're okay. hindered by the miasma. Okay. I'll spend a story point, though, so it's two reds and a purple. Well, my goal is to get the robots. I have the EMP, so one way or another... Get their attention. Yeah, right? so if, like, the EMP thing doesn't work... I'm still going to tell Corazon that we should dash toward yep. to the ship. Cleave can handle himself. Yeah, I can try to lure them away from the thing into my trap clutches. Um, into your trap. Well, if you, let's see if you're able to sneak up and then set up a trap. No, I'm not able to sneak up. One threat. Failure over the threat? Yeah. Okay. Mark another strain as, indeed, something does spot you on one of the lights. Mm-hmm. Um, you thought it was hard to tell which way this thing was turned can't see their faces. And it immediately says, like, warning, this is Morgan Autonomous Security Tron. This is a restricted area. You need to leave immediately. What happens with the other one? And he just continues on his way? The other robot? Uh, you don't know where the other robot is okay. right now. Okay. What do you do? It, um, like, the light is now shining on you. How far is he? Medium range. I guess we'll see how fast this guy is. I'm going to take a step forward. You step forward? Yeah. Okay. No, maybe I'll stand my ground. Yeah, I'll stand my ground and see. Did the voice say stop, or did it say warning, or...? It said, this is a restricted area, you have to leave immediately. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to stand there. It sort of treads forward a little bit. It's like, this is your second warning. Again, I'm the Morgan Autonomous Security Shot. It, like, flashes a few lights at you, in case, like, you're deaf for whatever reason. Yeah. I think that's the point where Corazon and Mariah would make a dash for the shack. Okay. Because it is now distracted. I think, give me like an athletics check to get there quickly then. Do you want a group athletics to cover us? Um, she has three brawn. I think you probably have better athletics. I don't have a rank in it, so I have three brawn also. Okay. What's the difficulty? Two purples, but there's, there's one black. There's one black from the darkness. Is there also a black because of the blower? Because that might give us away. Because it's an athletics check, no. Okay. The robot might be aware something happened over there, but... Failure with two advantages. Okay. Oh, 
I had advantages that were hanging around to be You used. were supposed to have another blue die, but there was yeah. several failure. But three advantages. All right, failure three advantages. The miasma drops what it's holding. <laughs> you're like dashing towards the, the network node itself, and like you're making progress there, but like the robot is right at the door. It just happens to be there. It looks like the robot is actually recharging briefly. Are you talking about the other robot? Yes, robot number two. Oh, okay. Robot number one is still talking to Cleve. Robot number two is like briefly recharging. Okay. Cora's wanted to sneak up behind it and turn it off. All right. Yes, you are not immediately seen. Robot number two is in the way, but not a threat right now. But if you wanted to get inside, it would see you. Right, right. All right, that's us. Okay, back to Cleve. We're in a semi-structured. We're not in a combat just yet. But we might be about to start one. Yeah, so it made the warnings, but did it move towards me at Yes, all? it took, like, it treaded forward, like, it moves to short range. Okay. Know? Now I can see it better. Yeah, you can definitely, you have a good sight on it now, essentially. Um, and it is, like, treads, um, sort of like a, like a Dalek, um, but more, like, rectangular. It's clearly got, like, some kind of camera thing. It's got some white things. And it has... Uh, like grabber arms. There are no blades. Right. But it's definitely got like grabbers so it can latch onto things for sure. And so it doesn't have any weapons that I can see. You cannot see any weapons. So someone may have not remembered exactly because it was a very traumatic incident for them. Yeah. But it looks pretty tough. It's made of metal. How far am I from the other? I don't know where the other robot is. I would say you're probably medium range from the network node. Okay, but I don't know where the other robot is, you don't know so it's not going to help, because I was going to see if he would give chase to the other robot, but I don't know where he is. So maybe now's the time to take out this guy. That's your call. Original plan. Are you initiating combat? Mm, I think I am. You've been listening to Chronicles of Chiron, set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Danielle, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you Xenofungus is not the enemy.